Modern. 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 We're prepping for a voyage. Modern. The force of an old-fashioned equals whiskey mass times bitters acceleration. Why don't you make that a double? Modern Bar Cart. What's shaking, cocktail fans? Welcome to this special episode of the Modern Bar Cart Podcast. I'm your host, Modern Bar Cart CEO, Eric Koslick. As many of you may know, Tales of the Cocktail is operating in its remote manifestation once again this year as we continue to deal with pandemic-related issues in the hospitality industry and in our culture at large. Because this is their second year doing it this way, that is remote, there are a few changes and improvements that were made to the process, so I thought I'd just give you a quick guide to this year's event, share some of the seminars I'm personally excited about, and show you how to take advantage of the content either live or after the fact. This is part informational and part evaluational, so I will give you the details and let you know if I think if they're an improvement or maybe a half step back compared to last year or previous versions of Tales of the Cocktail, keeping in mind it's kind of unfair to judge a remote event against a live one. The one primary disadvantage, of course, in all this is that this episode is going to drop on the final day of scheduled programming for the conference. So the live options are going to be limited, but there's so much great content to celebrate that I still think you'll find a way to get some free value out of this year's Tales of the Cocktail event. With that, let's jump straight into this quick guide to Tales of the Cocktail 2021. First, let's tackle the technology that's being used to organize and stream this year's various seminars, keynotes, and roundtables. If anyone has attended Tales of the Cocktail in the last five or so years, you'll probably recall that they've made use of a custom app for the event that synced up with your phone's calendar and acted as a repository for session information like the description, location, and timing of each seminar, tasting room, and brand activation. And the cool thing about that is that they were also able to incorporate things like off-site events. So a pretty robust app experience, at least for me, personally speaking, in past live Tales of the Cocktails. Although there are some live activations in major metro areas around the U.S. As I mentioned, this year's event is almost completely remote and decentralized. So it appears that the Tales of the Cocktail Foundation took this as an opportunity to try something a little bit different on the technology front. Instead of using their custom-designed app, they're hosting all their remote sessions on a conference app called Whova. That's W-H-O-V-A which is, as I mentioned, there's a little different than it was in years past. The downside is that you have to make an account with Whova, then register for Tales of the Cocktail within that app. So there's a few extra administrative steps. And this makes sense. Whova doesn't just work with Tales of the Cocktail. They work with conferences all over the country, perhaps all over the world. So the kind of way you get into this platform is, is going to be different as a consequence. Whova obviously benefits from having people who attend lots of different types of conferences using their service. But the upside to all of this is that you can view sessions on either mobile or desktop, and there's other features that promote networking and messaging with other registered attendees. Last year, I think that Tails struggled to figure out the best way to recreate that networking experience 
in a virtual format. And even though there's nothing like hanging out in the lobby of the Royal Sinesta Hotel between sessions or popping over to the Aaron Rose for a frozen Irish coffee, at least with the Whova app, the messaging interface is good. And you can do things like upload profile pictures so that people can see your smiling face and it feels like an actual sort of normal cut and dry digital messaging experience between friends. Based on the couple seminars I've attended through the Whova app, it appears that there's some sort of integration with YouTube at work that allows them to do things like set a premiere and do a live recording of certain seminars that get streamed straight from YouTube to Whova. The benefit, though, is that everything seems to be populating to the Tales of the Cocktail YouTube channel after the live or pre-recorded session is complete. So within 24 hours of most seminars, hopefully, we'll be able to rewatch any of these sessions on the Tales of the Cocktail 2021 YouTube playlist. This leads me to my next topic, live versus pre-recorded content and how to watch both. One thing most people forget about conference travel is that you often find yourself in a different time zone. As soon as you land, though, I mean, your devices adjust and you can look at your schedule without having to do any conversion math. However, if you listening to this right now, are not located in the central time zone, you're probably going to need to bust out some conversions because all the events for Tales of the Cocktail are taking place as if they were in New Orleans. The Whova app does have an option for you to toggle between your time zone and central time, but a lot of folks either appear to be missing this entirely or just not understanding how it works because before a number of sessions, I've seen people asking like, hey, what's the deal? This session's not going. Well, it's because you're in a different time zone and you're not converting to central. So word to the wise, if you're trying to attend a session, make sure you know exactly what time it's going to air. Now, there are two kinds of sessions, live and pre-recorded this year. The Whova app has little kind of convenient color-coded tags that call this out, as well as what category of event it happens to be, such as business, they have a series called Beyond the Bar, they have different categories for mental and physical health, etc., etc. Now, I've watched a couple of events live, and um, the nice thing about what the Whova app does is that regardless of whether an event is live or pre-recorded, at least when you log into the Whova app during the event, if you like need to take a bathroom break during a live event, you can actually pause it and then you know just kind of keep going as if it was pre-recorded. And ultimately, I'm really not quite sure what's going to happen after Tales of the Cocktail ends on Thursday. September 23rd, the day that this podcast is airing. So like there very well may be a timer on this content and I don't I don't know exactly how long it's going to be accessible on the Whova platform, but at least for now, anything that has occurred thus far in the Tales of the Cocktail 2021 schedule, whether live or pre-recorded, you can go into that session on the Whova app, and when you click play, it'll be like, well, the live stream is done, and you can just click proceed anyway and watch it as if it were pre-recorded, as if you were just tuning in then. You just don't have the option to uh, make comments or ask questions in the chat function. That's the only difference between viewing a session live 
and viewing that live session, you know, after as a recorded session. So it'll be interesting to see both how long things stay up on Whova and how regularly or, you know, kind of fully everything gets migrated over to YouTube. So those are the two kind of hanging questions in the air, the two like kind of quasi critiques is it'd be really nice to know exactly for how long I have access to a given seminar so that I can plan and prioritize as necessary. That said, it's great that there is content that is initially slated as live that can then be translated into an as if it were pre-recorded format. So some good and some maybe questionable stuff about the way that they've rolled out the actual content uh, for people to watch. Next up, I want to talk about some of the seminars that I'm particularly excited about. Of course, you can view the full schedule if you register for the event, download the Whova app, but these are the ones that I think stand out as being particularly innovative or relevant this year in the here and now. I will say that just because I'm excited about a session doesn't mean that it's going to be good and vice versa. If I'm not excited for a session, it doesn't mean that I'm completely wrong and it's going to be an amazing session for me or for somebody who has different concerns than I do. Uh, I usually, when I go to Tales of the Cocktail, get one dud every year, like a session that I'm really excited about and that ends up being maybe slightly different than as advertised in terms of the how, how valuable the content I think is going to be to me. But in a four-day conference, when I get like one of those and I'm attending multiple seminars a day, like that's a really good success percentage. So I certainly don't want to, uh, I don't want to give you a false expectation, but I do want you to know that like just because I'm excited about something doesn't mean it's going to be good. And the reverse is also true. This episode is brought to you by Near Country Provisions. If you're like me, here are some things you might be like. You live in the Mid-Atlantic. You enjoy meat. You highly prefer that your meat is local, sustainable, and comes from ethically raised animals. And you'd absolutely love for someone to deliver it to your door once a month. If this sounds like you, then you need Near Country Provisions in your life. Head over to nearcountry.com and check out their different, highly customizable meat delivery packages and also browse their growing seafood selection. As a thank you for being a Modern Bar Cart listener, you can get two free pounds of ground beef or bacon included in your first order after subscribing if you enter the code BARCART, all one word, at checkout. That's BARCART, B-A-R-C-A-R-T, at checkout. Near Country Provisions is the real deal, and I can honestly say that I'd recommend them even if they weren't a sponsor. The meat and the local farmers they work with are just that good. Now, back to the show. So I'm going to go day by day here. On Monday, there were a couple of what I will call not tasting seminars, because if you were to do this live, then you would be tasting through actual exemplars of a number of these spirits. And I know that for a couple of things, Tales of the Cocktail tried to get some samples sent out to you know attendees who registered early this year or kind of expressed interest in actually tasting along with the digital experience. But by and large, the tasting seminars, when you attend one of them that's about a particular spirit or about a particular cocktail format or something like that, you get served a number of examples kind of along the way. And, and it's really helpful to help you to understand the the scope and breadth of the category in question. It really does supplement the educational content. 
So even though we can't do that this year, there's a couple of spirit-related seminars, particularly on Monday, that I thought were exciting. One is called Rum is Ready for Its Flowers, Decolonization, Paradigm Shifts, and a New Path Forward. And uh, that is actually a seminar where Ian Burrell, past guest, and one of the co-founders of Equiano Rum, is on the panel. So uh, definitely hit up his episode if you want to get to know him a little bit. But uh, also, if you enjoyed him in that episode, definitely this is someone I'm, I didn't catch, but I'm going to circle back to. I, I'm definitely going to check out that seminar before the content expires. The other spirit-related session that I'm excited about on Monday is called About Armagnac and Calvados, the two artisanal gems from France, featuring Marquis de Montesquieu Armagnac and Coquerel Calvados. Next, on Tuesday, there's a lot, and a couple of these I've actually already checked out. So one that I'm excited about is An Imperfect Guide to the Art of Celebrating Cultures, and this is something that is going to be led by Shava Pettibon, and one of the panelists is Lou Bank. If you remember our episode with Lou and Chava from the Agave Road Trip podcast. So if you enjoyed that episode, you'll probably enjoy this panel. I did check this one out already. I thought it was incredibly well done. I thought the panel did a really nice job, um, not only being diverse, but kind of talking about different aspects of that that tricky line we need to walk when we want to celebrate a culture without being kind of ham-fisted about it. So I thought that was really well done. Another one on Tuesday that I'm excited about is Soju slash Korea 101, the misconception of the most consumed liquor in the world. Next, there's one called A Method to the Madness, the Enduring Legacy of Sasha Petrosky. And this is one that I caught the second half of, unfortunately. I'm going to circle back and get the first half. Sasha Petrosky, of course, founder of Milk and Honey, one of the most influential cocktail bars of the cocktail renaissance, as well as others like Little Branch, and, and which has spawned, he, he and his staff spawned so many different and revolutionary bar concepts that it's very difficult to understate the impact. Uh, Sasha, unfortunately, uh, is no longer with us. And so this was almost a retrospective of some of his staff and uh, other past guests of the Modern Bar Cart podcast, like Noah Rothbaum. So if you enjoyed Noah's episode with Dave Wondrich for episode 200, go ahead and check out that seminar on Sasha Petrosky. It's a really interesting core sample into a very specific moment in cocktail history that has expanded, expanded, and really influenced our current culture. Next up, Wednesday, we have a design-driven discussion called Bar Design for Real People that I'm kind of interested in because I like design thinking. I always encourage people to try and take a design thinking approach to different processes, to cocktails, and the way that they produce spirits. I, I think design thinking is a really helpful lens with which to view the world. So I'd be very interested to hear about like how bars are designed. It's something that I've been wanting to do an episode on for a while, actually, or a series of episodes, but I just haven't figured out the exact way in. So I'm I'm looking forward to attending that, as well as, of course, a panel that our friend Derek Sandhouse is on. What is the real value of Baijiu in our cocktail industry, and how do we uncover its true potential? 
So uh, in addition to the soju, I'll definitely be doubling down on my recent Baijo obsession, hitting up Derek's seminar. And then also there's a fun one about sparkling wines. It's called Whose Bubbles Are In Your Glass? And this is a panel with Dale DeGroff and a couple of awesome awesome, really influential other speakers from the bar industry. And uh, it seems like the thesis is that, yes, sparkling white wine might seem like a monoculture, but there's a lot of diversity within it in terms of different styles and different classifications and denominations and different ways to apply those to cocktails. So uh, I kind of want to hear this session, not just for the star-studded power that is on it, but also just because like, hmm, that's a pretty nerdy little deep dive. That's something that I would do. So, um, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, bring somebody on to uh, do a little mini version of it here for you on the podcast. Finally, Thursday, we've got Digging for Pete. That's P-E-A-T. We're not digging up a guy named Pete. Digging for Pete, a geeky dive into the production of peated scotch whiskey. And of course, this is another real nerdy little kind of narrow focus. I love when we get to talk about the terroir, not only of the things that are going into our distillates, but also of the things kind of surrounding the distillates and and also playing into it. So uh, I remember talking with Adam Safir, Whiskey Snobs of Lower Moco podcast, uh, when he was a guest on our show during our two-part Tour of Isla episodes, and he was talking about different peat terroir. So I, I want to see what they have to say about the thing responsible for making the smoky, smoky flavors in certain scotch whiskeys. Also, we've got another pretty uh, cool seminar in that uh, three of the guests were all guests on the Modern Bar Cart podcast, and it's, uh, it's called Rules of the Creative Road, Finding Your Own Voice. Now, Dave Arnold is the only person on this panel that has not been a guest on the Modern Bar Cart podcast, and he runs a podcast that I listen to quite often called Cooking Issues over on Heritage Radio Network, along with uh, our friends from the Speakeasy. And the other three guests are Derek Brown, Shannon Mustafer, and Ivy Mix, uh, all on very, very different episodes of the the podcast. And I, I think that is the conceit in that all four of these people have a radically different approach to what creativity is and what it looks like. And so I'm very, very excited to tune into that. I feel like if more then 50% of the entire panel is comprised of past guests, and I have this sort of a moral obligation to be there and check it out. So I'm very excited for that. That should actually go live after this podcast is published. So if you're listening to this like literally an hour or two after it drops, then you've probably got time to make some wiggle room in your schedule and attend that live session. But again, should be still available after it, uh, it concludes the live event. Next, I'm very excited for a seminar called Italy's Futurist Mixology. And I know next to nothing about this, but apparently the futurist kind of uh, artistic and philosophical movement in the 1930s in Italy is uh, somehow connected to the cocktail explosion at this time. Of course, this was prohibition. So, uh, you know, this is the time when a lot of Americans expatriated elsewhere. All of our writers are hanging out in Paris. Well, there was also a movement in Italy at that time. And I'm, I'm just so excited because I really love certain uh, pieces of 
Italian futurist art that I've experienced. And I'd really love to see how that gets translated into the cocktail space. So going to attend that one. And then of course, here at the Modern Bar Cart Podcast, we're a finalist for the Tales of the Cocktail Spirited Award called Best Broadcast Podcast or Online Video Series. That will take place sort of like that's the concluding big event for Tales of the Cocktail. It'll take place Thursday, September 23rd, the day this episode drops. And it's going to be at 4 p.m. Central, so Tales of the Cocktail, NOLA time, and 5 p.m. Eastern, which is going to be the time that I'm going to be tuning in. So just want to thank everybody again for, you know, getting us to the point where we were nominated for this award. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be definitely tuning into the entire event to check out who's doing the best article writing, book writing, podcasting, all that. Like this is a, just a, a huge group of people who are doing best in class content. So, um, as, as a consumer of what I try to make best in class content, like I'm, I'm there and, uh, glad to be also on the list of folks who are putting it out there. And, uh, I hope that you will also join us. So again, subscribe to Tales of the Cocktail, get in on that Whova app, and please join us there for the 15th annual Spirited Ward Ceremony. Again, that's Thursday, September 23rd at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Overall, my thoughts are that there's a lot of positive stuff to take away from this year's remote Tales of the Cocktail. I think the Whova app offers some interesting features that weren't available in past years. And I think if they continue to offer perhaps a discounted but still paid remote access to certain events in the future, back when Tales of the Cocktail is live again, they'll actually be able to make some more money on each session because remote viewership is completely uncapped whereas a conference room or a hall with a fixed number of seats is capped. And normally I wouldn't care if a conference makes money, but Tales of the Cocktail is a nonprofit, and they throw a lot of resources into supporting the bar community. So I absolutely think it's in everybody's best interest for the event to be as profitable as possible. Thanks for joining me to celebrate an event that has made a huge difference in the way that I perceive and engage with the bar world. And I hope you'll also join me in continuing to take advantage of their educational materials to become a better bartender and a more conscientious citizen of the drinks community. Cheers. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, there's two big things you can do for us here at Modern Bar Cart. One would be to tell your friends and family if you think they'd enjoy listening to us talk about cocktails. And if they don't download podcasts, they can always stream our episodes on their desktop directly from the show notes page at modernbarcart.com. The other thing you can do to help would be to head on over to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and leave us a review. Five stars are great, but we're more interested in your feedback. And the beauty is, the more reviews we have, the easier it will be for other folks out there to learn about our show. We're trying to start a cocktail revolution here, and by spreading the word, you're helping us fight the good fight. You can always reach us by emailing podcast at modernbarcart.com if you're looking for cocktail or bartending advice, or if you're a pro who would like to pull up a mic and be interviewed for all to hear. 
Also, definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Modern Bar Cart for cocktail porn, recipes, and entertaining tips. And keep an eye out for new product releases and special offers, which are happening all the time. We love our listeners, and we really enjoy giving you exclusive discounts and sneak peeks at our latest and greatest cocktail projects. This episode may be over, but for you, the mixological fun and adventures are just beginning. So remember, folks, drink responsibly and experiment boldly. This episode was made possible with editing and sound design by Samantha Reed and a little bit of going to a conference in my PJs by yours truly. This has been a Modern Bar Cart production, copyright 2021.